All right. Welcome back to the Catch Bit Show, everyone. Um, we're minus one tonight. We've got two of your co-hosts. This is Mike Moran, and we have Neil Pinchard with us. Hi there, Neil. Hey, Mike. Greetings. Fresh back from Blade Show. Or do we say Blade Show Atlanta now? Or can we just say Blade Show? I don't know what the appropriate terminology is anymore. You know, it always used to be just the Blade Show, but I think you're right, Mike. Now that it's kind of branched off to, what, three shows now, we almost have to say either, I think we have to say Atlanta Blade Show. Atlanta Blade Show. Atlanta Blade Show. There we go. The OG, and, well, it's not the OG, of course, but it's pretty close. Uh, We're tired, we're just fresh off of it, and we're not quite ready to talk about our thoughts on Blade Show, because I think it was a fantastic show this year i don't know what you think neil but incredible i thought it was great yeah back to the old days and then some and in in some regards a new direction so this show if you noticed before you started playing it is pretty short compared to our regular shows and we're missing our third co-host jason ritchie he's got baseball practice or one of his kids does and so we're going to make this short we just want to um, let everybody know we haven't forgotten about you, but we're we're still a little tired and jet lagged and whatnot um, from from the show. So we're gonna we're gonna come back next week with a full recap, and you're gonna want to be sure to join us because we got some stories to tell and some knives to talk about. And it was a fantastic show if you didn't catch that to begin with. And and Neil, I spent <laughs> I spent a lot of time talking with people. Well, I think. We both did, as we always do. We never get through the entire show um, because we're too busy yapping with people. But I got told a lot of stories this weekend, and some of those stories I realized were were tall tales. And that kind of reminds me of uh, a story about Jim Bowie from the perspective of old Henry Clay. And I thought we would take a stab here tonight of t- retelling the same story, but from different periods of time, um, from newspaper articles that we've clipped. So, so Neil, you've got one from, is it the 1860s? This is uh, January 9th, 1869. And this is uh, printed in the Ottawa Free Trade Paper. So it's a couple paragraph. Uh, story here, and I've just buzzed through it once, so forgive me if I mess some of this up, but I'm going to read through it. And uh, I thought it was just cool that Mike uh, really found these two different stories, or two of the same stories told in different veins. So anyway, here's this story. It's uh, it's the account of uh, James Bowie and Henry Clay. So Reverdy Johnson used to tell a story of Clay, and Reverdy, Reverdy was married to Mary Bowie a cousin of James Bowie. So one day, Henry Clay, who had arrived at Friedrich um, by stagecoach from Wheeling, met Reverdy Johnson in the street. Reverdy, he said, I have just had an extraordinary acquaintance back here at Cumberland. A man got half my seat in the stagecoach, a little knotty, freckled, cheekboned fellow, sat on the seat next to me. And was a man and his wife on the third uh, seat. This is it. Forgive me here. This is an old from an old uh, newspaper, so it's a little tough to read. We had no sooner started out and got clear of Cumberland than one of the big men on the forward seat lit a cigar. He puffed and puffed, 
to a little while and the stagecoach was full of strong fumes and the woman grew very sick. She asked her husband to raise the window and still unable to bear the smoke, told him that, that she must lean upon his lap. The husband leaned over and said to the big man, hey, my wife's sick. Could you please uh, set the smoke inside? Basically put it out. The big man uh, smoked uh, like a blast chimney, paying no heed whatsoever. The woman grew fainter and coughed. My blood was boiling, but I knew the big man would double me up and throw me out the window if I said anything. Suddenly, this little thing, little thing, meaning a little guy, at my side, leaned forward, pulled a bowie knife out of his coat collar, and said to the smoking giant, I'm James Bowie. Throw away that cigar or I'll split you into half apples. The man concluded, uh, Mr. Clay dropped the cigar like an automaton, and we had no word about it for the next 30 miles. The end. Interesting story. (laughs) Interesting uh, story. Let's hear that same story told 20 years later. Yeah, so I have the same story told 20 years later, 1889, in some small paper in Nebraska, and it's titled Bowie and His Knife. All right, I'll do my best to read it here. Henry Clay once told me, said Mr. Davis with a smile, of his first meeting with Bowie. It was in the early days, and Clay was traveling in a stagecoach where the only other passengers were a pretty girl, a big, rough-looking countryman, and a limp little figure in a great coat. With the consciousness of his own perfect physique, Clay said he was congratulating himself on not being the limp, figure bundled up in the corner when he became conscious that the pretty girl was begging the rough country man not to smoke as it made her ill the fellow replied with a savage oath that he had paid his fare and would smoke when he well when he pleased mr clay said he was just trying to screw his courage up to the point of remonstrating the country giant when the limp little figure undoubled itself like magic and with a quick movement, reached down its collar, brought out a knife that, in the excitement of the moment, looked a yard long, and with another cat-like movement, seized the fellow by the throat. Throw that pipe out of the window, or by all. Comprehensive sweep of the murderous-looking blade finished the sentence, and sent the pipe shattering on the ground. In another minute, the knife had again disappeared down the capacious collar, and the limp figure had resumed its former vertebraless condition. But the rest of the journey, said Mr. Clay, I spent wishing I was that little man in the great coat who was none other than Bowie with his famous knife. There we go. So that's the end of that story. And that was 1889, so 20 years later from Neil's story. So both retold stories, and I'm sure Neil... You probably got a few retold stories at Blade Show. I know I did. And I know I know some guys they just like to tell they like to spin the yarns and try them on for size every year see, you know, see if they work. Is this really any different than fishing stories with a knife? I'm sorry, the knives. The fish get a little bigger every time it's told. Yeah. And instead of That's catching right. Right. Uh, 12 fish, they caught 24. Um Right, and the boat so, was sinking. Yeah. yeah the yeah. captain was murdered. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it pretty cool to hear the second story um, with a, an awful lot more embellishment, and it went from a man's wife to a pretty young lady. I love that too. Yes, a pretty the damsel young lady. in distress. 
which makes it a lot better of a story, right? Uh, we got a lot of that this year at Blade Show, and I think that's pretty indicative of uh, how great of a show it was, and that's why we love Knives. You know, you know the Henry Clay story, of course, continues. <laughs> there was another Henry Clay that came later that almost did get killed with a knife, and that's Henry Clay Frick, and he met, well, you know, he was almost murdered by a gun and then a knife, but, and maybe rightly so. So it's kind of funny that these stories, sometimes the, the truth is stranger than fiction. So this might be one of them. Who that's knows? That's right. Hard to say these days. And that goes along with another famous saying is that sometimes um, you, you buy a knife and you get a story. Whether that story is true or not, sometimes it's just fun to hear it. That's right. And I think with that, we're going to conclude this episode and be sure to check out our next episode releasing next week. And you can f- hear the full recap of Blade Show Atlanta. We're going to do a play by play. I just want to say that Mike and I had such a good time. I mean, we, we showed up together Thursday late in the day and from Friday till Sunday, there was nothing but uh Knives, guys, talk, stories, and it went on and on. So it's going to be fun, especially with Jason on board to ask questions and and kind of help highlight the the weekend. Uh, I I think it'll be pretty entertaining. I think so too, Neil. 